0: The and- Welcome to Meet My Potential Podcast. This is your host, Deepa Natarajan, that Indian girl from Toulouse in France, And today we are going to look at part three of one simple strategy to deal with challenging times. And I have with me today, Susie Lewis, who is the founder of Transform for Value. Do go check out her website. It's transformforvalue.com. Susie and I ran a leadership workshop right before confinement. What luck. And it was such a joy to run that workshop with her. Susie and I are part partnering on various projects to bring humanity in digital transformations in organizations today. So let's welcome Susie. Hi Deepa. How are you doing today? I'm well thanks. Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about teams and how does COVID impact teams? So what's going on actually? Good question. A lot is the answer to that question. Strange time of uncertainty
1: and definitely unprecedented change. I mean if we look at a societal level, economy, business, relationships, everything's changing. So we've all been thrown into this virtual space.
0: Yeah, chaotic spaces, (laughs) completely chaotic. Yeah, everyday decisions are changing and things are changing constantly.
1: I think we've just moved into a big experimental phase without any type of warning, which is multi-layered. I think, you know, there's an individual reaction to that. There's a reaction within teams, there's a reaction within large organizations, small organizations, and that plays out differently. So yeah, there's no more routine, no more continuity, no more reference systems almost. So how do we adapt to that? I think uh, that's the biggest challenge we've got today.
0: Exactly you rightly named something we have been thrown out of our own structures thrown out of things that we know that we cling on to we know you wake up you have a shower you get into your car you drive to work simple things or you know that you can go into a grocery shop and just buy things and come and put it back in your cupboard and from very simple things like that we have been completely thrown out of our routines and structures and things that we are used to
1: yeah and I think it's the uncertainty the challenge is to give meaning to this uncertainty so managing it for yourself for your team we know the brain likes routine and it likes structure. So my big question is how do you create that certainty? How do you create that environment? And I think clarity is key. Clarity, being clear about what you want, about what you need. And if I take it to a team level in organizations, clarity around the what, the how, and the when we deliver on short-term goals. I mean being explicit about the objectives, about changes in strategy and short-term strategy and the value people bring to that. You know, we need to help people navigate their uncertainty. So involving them in preparation for the future, communicating widely, listening intently, which is something we don't necessarily do every day. We listen to reply and not necessarily to understand. I think listening is more important than ever now as we need to make decisions more boldly and more quickly. So yeah, how do you create that environment of certainty?
0: Right. And can we create or is it possible to create certainty in these chaotic times where decisions are changing rapidly, constantly, and we need to change those decisions, we need to adapt to what's going on. So What are some of the main challenges that teams are facing?
1: Well, I think clarity is one. So the meaning of what they're doing, you know, the the reference system they're used to and using that clarity to create safety. So, you know, when the brain is in threat mode, we we can't get curious. Uh, We can't necessarily understand the opportunities that come from the constraints that are around us. If I look at the constraints that we have at the moment, it's unprecedented. So, you know, explicitly labeling emotions and understanding what people think and listening in intently before we can take them further to, okay, so what can we control as a team, as an organization, and how do we lay that out so that the objectives are clear and that people can continue to contribute to what they do every day and feel like they are, they are adding value because of course they are.
0: Can you give me an example?
1: Yeah. For example, you have an objective to deliver something over a six-month period. Today, COVID has come and just knocked that straight out of the water because the businesses are not carrying on in the same way. Things are not happening happening in the same way everyone is confined to their house so the biggest discussion for me is okay so let's have a look at that let's map this out what can we control what can we not control what does it change and therefore what does the new landscape look like in the short term and how are we going to deliver that and by short term i mean in the next two three weeks and from that you get a feeling of control and a new reference system which means that people can then continue to add value in the way they did before so
0: there's a very strong need to listen deeply to the concerns of people and at the same time there's a very strong need to adapt and accept uh, news that's changing, strategies that are quickly changing in terms of what we are going to do in the short term and what we're going to keep on hold for the next three months. Maybe we've been working on it for a long time now with a lot of and given a lot of energy to it. And maybe that just needs to be put on hold. So very quickly accepting it and moving on is also something important, I see. Yes, very
1: important. And I think accepting it, moving on and connecting back, connecting back on a human level, but also on a business level, connecting back to what is important and what is priority in the next two or three weeks and how do I contribute to that and how do we run it we being the team you know so it it is worth taking that step back and visualizing together and looking quite simply at what are we delivering and how are we delivering it and having those retrospective meetings every week to say okay this is where we are this is what we can do this is what we cannot do and moving on like that it's essentially as I said we've been thrown into an experiment an experimentation phase that warning so essentially design thinking in action
0: and retrospectives every single day now (laughs) yeah different different discussion maybe (laughs) right okay and uh, I know of myself that I can be a great listener especially if I'm in a coaching session and at the same time I know when I come back home and I'm fatigued after a long day I can be a terrible listener so (laughs) when in times when we are in stress our ability to listen is challenged and so in times like this where it's more important to listen we are also challenged over there so be mindful of am i listening am i being empathetic or is my stress taking over me
1: and this is where i feel like uh, one of the tips around these challenging times is to go back to basics and we just need to move forward and need to feel like we're moving forward but it's worth taking that step back and coaching yourself in in the growth mindset so the need to step back and to think act and interact differently in the workplace okay so i'll accept this challenge and i'll try and um, and see what opportunities i can bring and how we could all work together differently around it. And I know it sounds and it is so easy to say, but it can be so effective. And I think it's worth being mindful of that as a leader, as an individual and taking that step back and helping your team to connect around those ideas of not, oh, what did we not deliver? But oh, what did we deliver? And how can we deliver the rest differently if it hasn't worked to date?
0: Right, exactly. This is a great opportunity to change our behaviors and to grow because they say that statistics shows that we need three weeks to change a behavior at least. And so we've already had four weeks of confinement. So you had maybe we'll have another three more weeks of confinement, so you have another three weeks to change your behaviors. So anyway, <laughs> moving on, like what opportunities are present for us in these times?
1: I think that's one massive opportunity is to change the, our behaviors, but also the way we, we think about that. So I like to call it changing the conversation. Let's go back to the mindful discussion. Mental health is extremely important now more than ever. So take the time to connect on a human level, even though it's a virtual space and take the time to it's simple tips, like beginning of meetings People say make it social. Okay, what does that mean? That means yes, take the time to say how are you feeling and check in on emotions and feelings and how people are mentally. It's exceedingly important. It doesn't happen in an everyday, fast paced delivery environment. Maybe it should, and maybe this is a time to look at how those things can be changed and how we can change our ways of working to make them more human but also more effective and more productive in the long run. I think we need to take this opportunity to re look at the way we think, act, and interact with our teams and with our organization.
0: Freddie Brown says that the this- this pandemic is a test to our collective vulnerability. So, as you rightly mentioned, take time to share how you're feeling. Take time to check in on the emotions of the people. What's going on? This is a great opportunity to do that. And at the same time, I remember I once gave this advice to a coaching client of mine, and so he went into a meeting and he asked people, "How do you feel?" And a woman in the meeting said to him, "I feel terrible. I'm really angry and upset." And then he just turned and he said, "Okay, let's move on. We're here to talk about the agenda." And <laughs> Bloody blah And so when you receive those emotions, like stay with them. <laughs> don't run away. Don't just say, okay, Deepa and Susie said that I should ask how people are feeling and then just move on, right? And sometimes you're not trained enough to receive those hard emotions. We don't know what to do, but just stay and trust us that just staying with them, you will know what exactly to do.
1: I think so. Yes. And this is about psychological safety, even though it's in a virtual space. And yes, you can do that by giving clarity, by getting connected on a human level and by giving some control over the situation and then of course you have a space where people feel safer to sit with those emotions and i think it's incredibly important changing the
0: conversation is changing a habit excellent change your conversations and that'll help to change habits in your workplace stay connected with your people bring clarity and talk about what you can and cannot control and that's going to be changing every single day but that's okay talk about it thank you so much susie for being here with us thank you deepa we hope you enjoyed the show and if you did please do head over to itunes and give us a good rating that will help us to promote the show. Stay cool and see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.